series of Dabs. Kevin and Nick. It's kind of relatable. It's relatable. What's good? It is the Relatable-ish podcast. I'm Nick. I'm here with Dabs and Kev. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's definitely, it's actually just been two weeks, but that feels like a long time yeah. when, when you're constantly grinding. When but, you do this every week, yeah. Yeah, but uh, today is a little bit of a different episode for us. It's yeah. a little bit exciting <laughs> because we have a special guest here, Mr. Quinn Casey. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome, Quinn. Wait, I'm so nervous all of a sudden. This is so, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, everyone's been like, I mean, we were all, the three of us were super nervous. Um, our last guest was nervous the first time. It gets, it gets real. It gets real really it fast. It gets real, no, real. It is. You'll be fine. Me. You'll be great. You'll you be have great. no Come idea on. that this is in a library. It's insane. You walk through the, and there's suddenly the studio with the sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is kind of nuts. It's cameras so and nice. lights. And it's tech insane. crews, and it's like, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're a producer. Yeah, you're, it's nuts. You're big time. <laughs> we were like to apologize for missing last episode. Yeah. We had an insane amount of work to do. That's relatable though. That in and of itself is relatable content. It was my yeah, hell we week. Could not, we oh could not make God. an episode because everybody had a whole lot of work to do. Oh, we were texting the group chat and we were like, hey yo, like what day are we filming? And all of us were like, I was nah, like, sorry, I have two, I have a midterm on Tuesday and Wednesday. I have a paper due Friday. I have a lab report due Thursday. Uh. I was like, I got no time. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're still students. Um, and we have a lot going on and a lot of different interests. Yeah, and for real. I think that's one of the reasons why we thought Quinn would be such a fun guest to bring on because Quinn is a big theater guy. Okay, segue. That was tough. <laughs> um, and I don't know, Quinn, you were recently in a show, right? Mm-hmm. Charlie Brown. Yeah, I was in Charlie Brown with Cap and Bells as Charlie Brown. It was a musical. Big time. Um, yeah, People loved it, by the way. Dude, oh my yeah, God, thank you. you. Oh my you God. Really well. You thank were. You. You um, were blowing up. Everyone I know, and Yik Yak. Everyone loved it. It was a nice ego boost. Um, <laughs> No, but it was really fun. It was just with Cabin Bells, which is a student-run theater group. It's the longest-running student-run theater group in the country at the moment, which is cool. Damn, shout out. We got a couple of those, like, longest-run or oldest in the country. We got a couple. Come on. Um, But, yeah, it was really, really fun. Okay. And what was the process of, like, producing that? Like, did you have any sort of, like, crew, director, or was it all student? Because you said it's all student-run. Yeah, it's all student-run. So the director was a sophomore. Um, four people of the cast were freshmen. That's so wow. sad. And then there was a senior and a sophomore. Young group. Um, That's awesome. But, yeah, it was a young group, but also a really small cast. Um, but it was so much fun. It was really quick because we started at end of winter study, then we went all went home for dead week, and then we came back, and it was kind of like in the middle of March, so it was kind of just like, Everything's got to go. Like, it went really fast. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. It, I did Mamma Mia with them, like Cabin Bells, in the That's fall. So cool. And that was fun. It was a little bit more of a hectic schedule and stuff. So it wasn't as enjoyable. But Charlie Brown was really, really fun. It felt, like, f- like enjoyable the whole time. It didn't feel like we were kind of putting on work, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whereas Mamma Mia felt like it was, like, grueling at points. But Charlie Brown was a lot better. Was Mama Mia, did you guys do that in the 62 Center? In the big stage? Or, and Charlie Brown was in Goodrich, right? Like, or Yeah, Charlie Brown was in Goodrich, which is the coffee shop here. Um, and then it, Mama Mia was in the AMT Theater. So it's the 62 Center, which is our theater on campus, has a bunch of different stages. And the AMT is one of their smaller ones, but it's yeah. a really nice space. Yeah. Um, but with COVID capacity restrictions, it's kind of different. But Yeah. This is really interesting to me because the theater world is very foreign to me. Yeah. Like, it's, my life has always been centered around sports and those kinds of sports-related things. Um, I was in, like, one play in elementary school. Mm. It was called Buggle Mania. It was produced by my music teacher in elementary school. Original. What were you? Original work. I was an exterminator. <laughs> okay. Which was pretty huge for yep. me. Um, Wouldn't have had the play without the exterminator. Gotta fumigate exactly. all these bugs, yeah. Always had to exactly. villain, exactly. Um... But I'm just curious, like, I, you guys mentioned that you have done a little bit of theater in the past. Mm. I wouldn't say I've done, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say. Nick dabbled, I'm, Nick dabbled. I wouldn't say quickly. that I'm like, I didn't grow up in yeah. the theater. My older sister did a lot of plays growing up. Um, mm-hmm. She was in like Aristocrats and all this, like my, my elementary schools did a lot of, a lot of plays and stuff like that. And like we, as a family, I've gone to see a lot of plays um, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I, I definitely am not. It's not like foreign. I did one play, and when I was in, like, I think I was in like fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade, probably Intense. fourth grade, because fifth grade, we all know that I 
swore off singing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> went off the musical grid. <laughs> Check out last week's episode. But yeah. uh, fourth grade, we did Little Mermaid. Oh. And I had a solo, the f- opening act, and then didn't do anything for the rest of the time. What was your your character? I was like... Fish number one. I was think I was like fish number four. <laughs> I think okay. I... I like, <laughs> but... Without something. fish, without fish number four, it's under the water. There was no show. So, and Kev, what about you? I actually like. Now that I think about it, I was looking back. I actually have a lot of like theater experience. So I did the Little Mermaid. Yeah, so no, the classic. first thing I ever did was Beauty and the Beast. I was a rando so in the back. Okay. Such a good show. And then fourth grade, I was Prince Eric in the Little Mermaid. Hey, oh, yo! <laughs> and then I went to all boys school, and there's not really like a lot of like theater going yeah, on yeah. all boys school. Yeah. But when I got to high school, I went back into the theater and stuff again. I did like acting, so I learned about like method acting, Stanislavski, like the oh acting school. Like, all I that. didn't yeah. learn about that until last semester. No, yeah, I, I was doing like a lot of like real acting stuff um, in high school. But I played football during the school play because I didn't want to do the musical because like I could sing a little bit, but I didn't want to do the whole singing thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would I would rather have done the play, but then senior year the play was over Zoom. So mm-hmm. I got to do the play also because football was canceled because like COVID. Yeah, right. so, yeah. so I was the male lead in the school play, um, my senior fall as well, uh, which was over pretty cool. Zoom? Look at yeah, it was Kev, cool. Dude. Yeah, I was Wait, like, so a, how did this? How work? did they do that? Yeah. So it was actually really interesting. Um, the play was called She Kills Monsters. It's about like. Uh, two sisters. One of them dies in a car accident, and the one who died in the car accident was really into Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. And so the one who survives learns more about her sister by playing the Dungeons and Dragons module yep. that the dead sister left behind. Mm-hmm. I was the boyfriend of the alive sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, everybody got like a kit. Like it had a green screen, it had a camera, it had a TikTok like light. No way. And everybody got their rig set up, and we would practice. And I hope Miss Fred doesn't listen to this. I never memorized my lines because we were on Zoom. Yeah, that's so I'd have the PDF of my lines next to the camera. And I was so good at like going back and forth. She's I like, think damn, I remember Kev is killing this. Like day one, I was off book. I was off script. Um, but yeah, basically, um, that was how we did it. Yeah, that that's was pretty cool. That was really cool. We had like tape and everything. Uh, we had costumes. Like I, I wore like my varsity jacket for okay. football as my character, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was a lot that of That seems sick, so I do. Dude. I do this acting stuff. I That's do, wild. Do My senior year when we did, in the fall, we did Romeo and Juliet, and mm-hmm. we uh, did auditions and everything over Zoom and rehearsals for two weeks over Zoom, and then we filmed it in a week like with like a professional camera and stuff, nice. so it was like a movie. Yeah. But then it took forever to like get edited, so it didn't actually get released for like months later. It was so weird. Oh, wow. But, um, no, but our thing was, all our rehearsal process was over Zoom, but that's insane that you guys had, like, green screen that's, costumes. No, that's no, cool. Yeah. I had to, like, I had legit. a desk in my room where I did schoolwork. I would have to turn it, because, like, Cause it, it's, like, a, long, in a little yeah. nook, so I'd have to turn it so that I could put my, I had a stack of books, because I'm, like, tall. So I had a stack of books, I put my laptop on top of the stack of books, and then I'd tape the green screen in front of, like, my clo- uh, my closet doors, mm-hmm. so that it was, like, somewhere flat where it wouldn't, like, wrinkle up, and yeah. the screen would wrinkle up. So it was just like every day for practice, I had to like rearrange my room and then I had to put it back after. That's, That's what so cool. I had to do. This is opening a whole different Zoom feed kind of conversation. <laughs> but um, I had to do the same thing with the camera setup when I was. I originally was going to get a BFA in musical theater, which okay. is a Bachelor of Fine Arts. Cool. It's like you have to audition. So with the application process to college, you're also like sending in two videos of you singing, two videos of you dancing two videos of you acting. Mm-hmm. Then if you get a callback, you can go to the callback. Then you have to get another audition. It's like a really, really long Wait, kind of Wait, this was your application process. to Williams? No, this was my application to different schools. Oh, okay. I was originally going to go to like, well, I was trying to go to like Carnegie Mellon or like University of Michigan or something mm-hmm. for acting because they have really good programs. Um, and it was all over Zoom though because of COVID, which yeah, was horrible because yeah. then like I would have to like put my computer on a bunch of books for like my actual audition for like, college like it was a pretty yeah. serious idea yeah. on like yeah. a stack of books but so what did you what was like the process when you got here because like you said that you joined this club right mm-hmm. that did the mama mia and the charlie brown thing like right. did you know about them when you came or is that something that you just like you were like oh like i've been doing theater my whole life so now i'm just gonna keep going it's kind of the second thing. Like, I was originally going to get a BFA in musical theater. realized it was too serious. Like, because I think I still want to be an actor professionally, but yeah. I don't know. I'd rather have, like, the options to do other things, like academically mm-hmm. or scholarship, whatever stuff. Um, so then I came to Williams because of that. 
And the first day of school, my JA, she is one of the people on the board of Cabin Bells, and she had seen my Instagram when she followed me, and she was like, you need to do Mamma Mia, you need to audition. So then I did, and I liked it. And then when I found out it was Charlie Brown and Winter Study, I was like, okay, I could actually do that role. So then I auditioned. But yeah, it was kind of like I did it all throughout high school. Um, it was always my thing. So just keep doing it in college is kind of like n- was Natural, no question. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question because now I'm intrigued. Like it's always been your thing you say. So like what was your favorite show that you've been Ooh, in? Oh, that's a good question. Or what question. was the favorite role that you've played? Um, I'm also curious like what shows you have been in because right. – um, my favorite has probably been Charlie Brown. That's also the best role I've ever gotten, so I think that's nice. why. Um, but we did Cinderella in high school. We did Cinderella, Almost Maine, which is a play. Uh, Rags, the American musical. Which oh, I is... love Rags. Wait, really? Do you know what it is? It's a movie, no? I thought I saw that on Twitter. It's also today. a movie. I don't know Wait, why. about what? Is that the Nickelodeon movie you think? Yeah. No, it's oh, not that. Oh, damn no. it. That one, that movie is great with Kiki I Palmer. I love that movie. Yeah, no, no. That movie's good. That movie's amazing. No, but the rags we did was about American immigrants. Oh, very Yeah, different. so a little okay. different. I apologize. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, He's showing his theater knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that was a good good catch, though. Um, no, but we did that. And then sophomore year, we did A Wrinkle in Time, which that was my first oh, like I lead. Love that. Um, but that was a play. And then we did Mamma Mia my sophomore year of high, sc- high school, so I've done that twice. <laughs> he's doing Mamma Mia in the fall, and he's like, I remember I these lines. No, I literally <laughs> did. Off, I literally I'm already knew all the music. Right? I knew everything. Yeah. The only thing I needed to learn was the dancing. But That's so cool. As a theater guy, um, <laughs> theater I'm sure man. you like to go to, to like shows, like go see them too, like mm-hmm. Broadway. Yeah, I went to, over spring break, I went to see Hamilton, which was incredible. I, I really want to see Hamilton. It's so good. It's amazing. Hamilton, I've been told, because I remember it came out on Disney+, Plus, and I watched it, and I was like, yo, this is sick. But then my friends were like, if you think that's sick, that doesn't even do it justice in real life. That yeah, was yeah. Seeing, it, real life seeing it in real life is literally one of the greatest things. It's okay, so Okay, I am going to try to go this summer, because that was like a social current two it's years so ago. Good. Everyone was singing Ooh. it. Freshman year, um, there was a group of girls on my freshman high school orientation trip. They were just singing Hamilton yeah. the whole time. And I was like, oh, I really want I got to get it. away from them. It was so good. And because I had watched the Disney Plus thing, too, because I had never seen it before. Um, when it first came out, I think that was summer 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I was obsessed with it. Yep. And then I w- saw it in person because my brother Bobby got me tickets for uh, Christmas, which was really nice. Shout out, Bobby. Shout out, Bobby. He actually went to Williams, so shout out, Williams. Nice. Um, but And then I went to see Wicked, too, which that was my third time seeing Wicked, Wicked nice, on yeah. Broadway. Oh, I it's saw Wicked. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's my favorite show is Wicked. You know what I saw on Broadway recently that was like the funniest thing ever? You probably know. Book, of, Book of Mormon. Mormon. Yeah. yeah, Book of Mormon. <laughs> I went in, when was it? December to see Book of Mormon. And if you guys like don't know what it is, it's it's kind of, it's a comedy, um, very explicit comedy. And it kind of, I mean, it's a little offensive. Um, <laughs> a little. <laughs> a lot of it offensive <laughs> to Mormons, but um, so I'm going to pick my words carefully here, but it's a very, very funny musical um, and I would highly recommend it. was on Broadway? It was on Broadway, yeah. Word. Um, very explicit, very sarcastic. I mean, you guys met Danny, so you kind of know her humor at this point. Yeah, it's like it, a Danny musical. It's a Danny musical. Did like, she go with you? Hum- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I was like, this this has, yep, we have to see this. Yeah. Because it's just right up her alley with, like, the sarcasm mm-hmm. and the, you know, going at people. Um, but that was one of my favorite, you know. Shows yeah. that I've seen for sure. Kevin, have you gone? Do you have you gone to like see shows? A New York I've City gone to dweller. see a couple of them. Um, I've seen Mary Poppins. Um, I saw what's the raw doll with the little girl? Matilda. Matilda. I saw Matilda. Okay. That was a good one. Um, I don't know. Just like as a general New York commentary, I feel like it's. New York people seldom do like the touristy things in New York because we're so busy That's like a, living exactly our lives. Exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, I feel so, like if you're in New York, you don't. I've, go. I've seen like a couple of shows, but I, I wish I could have seen more. Like I know, um, Les Mis is a big one that I've been wanting to see for a long time because I know my parents like love that one. Um, and um, Lion King. I saw Lion King. Is so good. I saw Lion. King. That was what I was gonna cool. say. That's my favorite one. We oh. went and saw Lion King, and I was like, this is insane like this is actually amazing yeah they use um, like puppets and stuff it's yeah so cool. it was incredible there's also a lot of really good like off-broadway plays i remember i saw one it was called um uh the tv network or the network or something and brian cranston was in it and it was really good and then there was another one it was about two brothers i'm forgetting it but ethan hawk was in that one and there's just like 
there's like a grittiness that like you get in like the off Broadway <laughs> place, <laughs> for lack of a better word, like. Because the Broadway ones are usually, like, corporate. Like, Disney does, like, three different yeah. Broadway musicals, yeah. right? Yeah. But, like, I really enjoy the, the like, off-Broadway ones because those are, like, they're just doing it for the art. Like, To Kill a Mockingbird, Jeff yeah. Bridges, like, that's, like, a super cool It's unreal. Well. Like, Most actors talent? started there, right? Off-Broadway? Or not off-Broadway, but, like... Yeah, you start from, like, the bottom. Like, it's, that's you where have to you, really that's climb the, the ladder. Yeah. Um, no, off-Broadway, off though, is where s- some shows start. Like, I know Hamilton started off-Broadway. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of where the shows that are a little, like, off the narrative go. Because Hamilton's all rap and hip-hop, so yeah. that's not the traditional musical theater. So then they threw it on off-Broadway to, like, kind of gauge an audience. And then when it became so popular, it naturally went to Broadway. Um, but most, most shows start off-Broadway, or some start in, like, Washington or California, somewhere big where they can, like, test out the show mm-hmm. um, wow. and, like, kind of get feedback. It's, like, a first previews type thing, cool. which is cool. I've always been so in awe of, like, the actors and how impressive they really are. Um, and, Quinn, I feel like you could you could talk a little bit more about this. Like, what goes into that? You know, for an athlete, it's, like, practices and going out and shooting or, or right. whatnot. Like, what goes into being a top-tier actor? I mean, it's different for everyone, I think. Um, but obviously, rehearsals, most of the time, they're really long. Like, in high school, they're always, like, four hours long. Here, they're, like, four hours long. Um, and, like, tech week, that's when you really, really, really rehearse, so hours on end. Um, but for the process of, the, of like, the individual actor, some people try to, like, define it. But in my own experience, I've kind of just, like, with lines, I just memorize them because... I'm rehearsing them so much, so they naturally just kind of, like, fit into my brain randomly. And also, I'm good at just, like, remembering, oh, I'm standing here when I say this. And it's, you're remembering, the whole thing about a script is that it's supposed to be a conversation between two people. So you're memorizing a conversation, so it's not like you're, like, making up words, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. if you kind of pretend as if it's real life, then it's easier to memorize. Um, but the, I think the hardest thing is being able to sing dance and like put on a face while you're on stage all at the same time which I don't really know how I do that or people do that in general I read a thing once and it was like Beyonce like you know rehearses and like practices for her for her shows by like running on a treadmill and singing. I was gonna say that's what people do that there was this there was one reality show what some girl in my high school she, the play was the musical was legally blonde she was Elle Woods so she was like the, the female lead she would go to the treadmill and just like belt out the entire musical top to bottom That's while running crazy. on like a two percent incline at seven miles an hour. Like I was just dumb. Yeah, because it's all about stamina too. Because when you think about it on Broadway, there those they're just like human beings doing this really really hard thing every night for like seven days a week. It's insane how grueling it is. And then on Sundays or Saturdays they have two shows, so there's like eight shows a week. It's insane. It's absolutely eight shows a week. Yeah. Yeah, they have the mezzanine. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the or the matinee. Matinee. Oh my yeah. god. So it's exhausting. That's a grind. Yeah, like when you think about it, they're just like they're using their entire selves to do this. So, like, imagine how tired you are every single night yeah. and day. I feel like that's something about theater that isn't really spoken about, like, yeah, like or how hard it widely is. known. Yeah, you know, well, that's outside of the theater. Well, because I think circle. like in major media with theater, like in like an A list actor. That's really hard, too, but at the same time, like, in a movie, you're able to, like, redo it, you're able to reshoot it, able to spend a lot of time on it, whereas on Broadway or with musicals, like, it's in the moment, so if you mess up, it's noticeable, mm-hmm. slash, like, you don't want to mess up, so you're using every part of your being to, like, be your best, uh-huh. but imagine doing that, trying to do that, like, every single day for, like, this audience that pays so much money. Crazy yeah. money to yeah. see Yeah, it's insane how get, expensive like, it is, fright. too. But all, yeah, like, cause, like, like you said, like, in movies, they can redo it. Like how many times have after you after you've watched a really good movie have you been like let me see the gag reel like exactly. it's hilarious because like oh. X Y Z person like messed up their lines and then they all laugh at them or like does something stupid like I feel like that's pretty common yeah. in Broadway it's like no like perfection you have to be locked in I like, think there was a there was a movie I forgot what it was it was like a nineteen it was like a World War One like period movie or whatever and it was all shot. Or I don't think it was, oh, it was all one taken take? in one take, yeah. but it looked like it was, and I was so. No, I think that was the one. Was that the one was that Harry? St- yes. Yeah. It wasn't Harry Styles in that? Yeah. It yeah. looked like they all took it in one. I think shot, it was. One and shot. I was like, oh. dumb. I was like, there's yeah. no way. That's so. That's. I thought it was really cool to see. That, that. was. Yeah, so. I do remember that. That was. Insane. It's so impressive. I feel like 
you know, the theater world and, like, actors in general, especially on Broadway and such, are so underrated. Yeah, that's what the thing is, because even with, like, A-list actors, like, I don't know, like, Brad Pitt or, like, Chris Hemsworth and all these people. Shout out Brad. They're so... Yeah. (laughs) Please, Brad. Networking. Get me Thor on the pod. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, but they're so good, obviously, but, like, you never really see them doing Broadway or musicals. Mm -hmm. Like, some people do, but they don't want, most actors don't want to do it because it is so hard. Like, I, mm-hmm. I uh, subjectively think that it's the hardest thing you could do in, like, the arts world is um, Broadway or, like, plays. Um, just because yeah, it's, it's what, in the moment. It's what you want. Yeah, that, like, that is what I want to do in real life. Exactly. So. No, but <laughs> sa- no, but it sounds like it's the hardest. Like, yeah. it sounds insane. Like, because you do, you have to be perfect. You can't mess up. That's the thing. It's insane how much people expect from you on that stage yeah. which is like because like in like college it's like oh like it's your friends coming like yeah like you want to do good and you try your best but it's only like two or three weekends of the show whereas like professionally it's your life and people are like when do you think about it like broadway it's your whole job is being judged if that makes sense yeah and you yeah. travel yeah. And, mm-hmm. and all this stuff like yeah I mean, I hate to say it, but when I was watching Book of Mormon, like, I had a little bit of, like, secondhand anxiety because I was like, oh, my God, what if they mess up? Like, what if they mess up, you know? Um, And I feel like there's also this element of, like, maybe the audience gets secondhand embarrassment for you if you do mess up. So I can't imagine the amount of pressure, like, actors feel. Right, or even, like, when you think about, like, secondhand embarrassment is sometimes a thing I've noticed in theater, too. Like, when you really have to, the actor has to do something that's, like, really weird or really uncomfortable to like sell the story as an audience member when you're enjoying the story you're not even thinking that it's weird but then when you like put it outside of the context of that theater it's like what were they just doing you know what i mean like you have to be really vulnerable to. i want to ask on your take on this like very intimate scenes in movies and shows are those awkward to like you know do I've never really done them myself. I'm assuming yes, but I've. Uh, I can't, it can't be. It can't be normal. Uh, like there's no way. The, like the most intimate thing I ever did was like <laughs> it was like in The Little Mermaid where it was like with a girl that I didn't know she was Ariel and like because we're in elementary school so we can only go so far but I didn't know her so it felt <laughs> it felt awkward for me. I was like, dude, I don't know this girl and like. What do they want me to do? Were like, they uh, making elementary school kids kiss each other? No, we didn't kiss, oh, oh. but like that's what that's what they no, said. They, they had to, like, to hold hands. It. No, 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 no. Like it was like <laughs> it was like a back shot. Pause. Wow. It was, it was wait. The angle was wait where me and I know it was like where I'm sitting here and she was to my right and like she would just like put her head on my shoulder and I'd go like that and be like oh and then the lights would like fade to yeah, black. Yeah, but when you're like, but it eight, still felt yeah, awkward. Yeah, it still felt that's awkward. a big. So I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine for real actors then. How scary that must be to be like real life intimate yeah. with people. Yeah. Well, and I've, there's a camera on the way. I've yeah. only ever done, I've done two stage kisses. The first one was in A Wrinkle in Time and it was supposed to be like an awkward 12, like they're supposed to be 13 or 14. So it's just supposed to be a quick, awkward like peck. So that mm-hmm. wasn't that awkward. Um, but then in Cinderella, I had to, I was a stepsister's boyfriend and there was a scene where I had to like kiss her like awkwardly and then that was supposed to like get us like excited about like oh my god we just kissed each other so then i'd grab her and she'd do a turn and like fall into my arms and then i'd like start making out with her pretty much and i had to do that every night and then like the stepmother would come in but it was embarrassing because like your family's there like my grandpa's second row and he sees me like making out with this girl wow, and her legs like are up nutty. it's like so that's uncomfortable <laughs> the thought of it like in rehearsals it wasn't uncomfortable because it was one of my good friends too so it was more like funny but then like putting it in front of an audience was yeah. Rather yeah, weird. It's got to be so. Well, it's like everyone is seeing this. Yeah. So I'd you be know? scared. I yeah. just I couldn't There's imagine. No way. It takes a different. It takes a different kind of person to to be able to do it publicly. Yeah, you could not pay me enough. There's no way. Nick has had his fair share of of publicity with. There's know, no I all. Oh, I kind of miss stunt. it sometimes. Sometimes I kind of want to do it again. I really do. You should do Cabin yeah. Bells. It's so I agree. Open. Sometimes I miss it. It's fun for sure. Yeah. Would you would you recommend theater to to others? No, I definitely think everyone should do it, especially with something like the Cap and Bells group. It's really like anyone can audition. It's kind of just whoever gets the roles. It's really like open to n- anyone at the school. Like the theater department with the major and stuff, that's a little bit more like serious and like really like mm-hmm. difficult kind of mm-hmm. um, with the way they kind of have restrictions and stuff. But 
I think cabin bells is really fun. I think anyone could do it. Interesting. And I do want to shift gears here because another thing that we did want to talk about was music. And obviously, you know, Quinn has a lot of insight because he does a lot of singing. I do. Um, so firstly, I guess I'll ask Quinn, what is your favorite like song to sing or genre to sing? Um, I've only ever really sung musical theater because I also didn't really start singing like or actually enjoy singing till like this last year because huh. throughout high school I did it randomly in shows, but I never really got good parts. Um, so I never really had the chance to sing. So I always thought yeah. I was bad because I was like, oh, I didn't get the part. So obviously I'm not good at singing. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then when I've just this past year being at Williams, I've been like embraced more for my singing in a way. Um, so I think that gave me a lot of confidence. But I think right now musical theater is my easiest genre to sing. Yeah. But I also really want to sing pop, and I might join an acapella group next summer or next semester. That would be so cool. I think it's just so impressive. Like I can never sing. I feel like Kev, you kind of, you kind of gives. Kev, Kev's vibes. got, Kev's got some. I can. Kev's sing. got some stuff I, in his I arsenal. I do be singing. Um, because I grew up in church, so obviously like music and all that stuff. Um, my brother's a way better singer than I am. That's what I'm saying. Like I like to do more plays than like yeah. musicals, because like, I can sing, sure, but like, eh. I think singing just takes confidence. Like it does. I truly don't think anyone's a bad singer yeah. unless. They're I'm tone deaf. <laughs> no, but if you're, no, 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 no. Like, you can be a bad singer, but then you just need to get, like, trained, and then suddenly you're good. Like, think about really? it. Really? Huh. I don't know. I, I might be untrainable at this point. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I sing way too much for how bad I, I, how bad I am. <laughs> I enjoy singing. Like, I sing. Oh my singing gosh. is fun. Guilty I sing pleasure, so belting much. Belting in the shower, obviously, but mm, sorry to anyone who walks past. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I um, was in a room the other day doing work. I was doing an econ problem set, and it was, like, 11 after my, my psych class. So from, like, 11 to 12.30, like, no one is in Peresky. Like, it's pretty empty. So I got one of the side rooms, and, like, I was just, like, listening to music while I was doing work. So I, like, had my laptop out, and I was, just, you know, like, scrolling, like listening to, like, Feeling a playlist. A little bit. Nice. And I sing a lot. Like, I'm not good at all. I'm rather tragic at it, but I don't really care. So, like, I'll just, like, sing whatever. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm doing work. And I'm, like, locked in to the point where I'm singing unconsciously. <laughs> like, just because, like, whatever. I'm listening to, like, the Bruno Mars or whatever uh, it is. And I'm, like, doing econ. I'm, like, okay, like, marginal propensity to consume. And now I'm, like, yeah. singing eventually. And two people walk in, these two TAs, and they're, like, hi, like, we have class. And I didn't realize. <laughs> so I'm still singing for, like, ten seconds. And I looked up. I was, like, Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> that's so funny. Do you ever sing while you have your AirPods and walking around campus? All the time. Like, I'll go down, I'll down, go down the side of Mission Hill, and you'll hear really? me, like, belting. And nah, then, like, it's I'll so embarrassing, singing. though, when someone, like, walks <laughs> past, and I'm like, <gasps> like, you have to, like, hold your breath for a second because it's yeah. embarrassing. Really? I, no, I never have. I think I'm just too, like, externally Aware. conscious. Mm. I think singing in a space like this is scarier than singing in front of, like, 20 people. Well, because it's more intimate. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it makes it feel like people are actually watching you, whereas when you walk on stage, it feels like you're the only person there. That oh, was dude. deep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, that's valid, though. There's no way that I could stand in front of however many people in, like, if Honey, I was like, you already play. did it. No, but, like, <laughs> I know, but na- after doing it... <laughs> you're, like, one I'm and like, done. there's no chance I'm ever doing that again. All right, fair play. So um, maybe we share our favorite songs. Okay. Sounds At good. the moment. I'm fine with that. Let's so see. all of us prepared um, five songs that we're currently listening to. We were debating between doing that and doing top five. I want to say of all time, but like that's kind of all a big time would have been really hard. Yeah. Like that's that would have changed. I don't think mine would have changed much though. I have I have um I'm one of those weird people that does liked songs on Spotify. Oh. So if I see it, like I heart it, I have three thousand eight hundred and fifty three liked songs on Spotify. So yeah. if you asked me to choose like five, that'd yeah. be impossible. I can. Yeah, that actually is. A, that's a big ask. I don't use the like th- thing enough. I just use I just it. make playlists. I just I use make it to put it together. Yeah. I just got Spotify um last November, so Welcome. I'm still new to it. I only have 63 songs oh, liked, but I do like some songs. Spotify. Yeah. I'm an Apple episode. Music kid. I was ah. Apple Music too once. Hey, yo, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone posting their rap, and I'm like... <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Spotify gives you six different daily mixes, uh, a Just For You playlist. They I give you that. rapped. I get that. I get my favorites mix. I it's get my new a, music mix. I get my get up mix. Like I guys, who are we kidding? Apple Music, if you want to sponsor us, you can sponsor us. Spotify, please out. My email is insert email after. <laughs> Next.
Um, All right, so who wants to run it back first? Quinn, as a guest, I feel like you should yes. you should go first. I mean, I guess so. Um, okay, so am I doing all five at once? Yeah, spill okay. it. So the first song is The Climb by Miley Cyrus. Oh, great great but, song. But, right now, you've just been jamming it recently? But, 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 the live version that she just released April 1st. Ooh. It's from her album that, like, she recorded it well at concerts. It's so good, because oh, you wait, can yeah, hear yeah. the audience in the background and stuff. I can um, and the, okay, and then the, my next song is this is like a classic, I think. Don't go breaking my heart by Elton oh, John and Kubiki. It's so yeah. good. I've been into that recently for some reason. Yeah, you I had like a the bit feeling. Of yeah, I had the feeling of listening to it the other day, so I did, and I've, it's on my. I make like a monthly playlist. Playlist yeah. that's on there now. I love that. Sometimes when like old songs come back to you, and you like start humming them, and you're like, let like me nostalgic. listen to this, and then it hits so <laughs> hard. Yeah. You're like, this Dude. didn't hit this. Wait, hard has anyone seen the movie? I feel like Nick, you've definitely seen the movie Ella Enchanted. Yeah, remember in that? Yeah. Remember, yeah, remember they they sing "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" at the end. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Called fairy tale creatures. Um, okay, and then my third. This is like a random one, um, but I think it deserves publicity. It's called "We'll Have to See" by Katie Lynn. I think it's Sharbar. Um, she's a. T- I don't know if she's not. She's not a TikToker, but she's graduated from I think Berkeley School of Music two years ago, Dang. and she's trying to release music. And I've found her on my for you page, huh. and I've followed her ever since. Her songs are so good. I've they're never like, heard of her. It's they're incredible. The TikTok music community, it's is insane. Insane. I don't have TikTok singers. anymore, but when I did have it over COVID, uh, I would be like scrolling, and these people would just be singing like random songs that they made up, and they were amazing. They sound like professional. Well, hers though, she records them and puts them on Spotify and stuff, and she like, makes albums, and they sound like they could be like on the radio and stuff. Her songs are so good, but this one, We'll Have to See, is my favorite. It sounds like a, a Olivia Rodrigo slash like... Uh, do we nice. play a little bit of it? Harry Styles. Yeah, why yeah, not? play a little bit of okay, it. Okay, let me play Why not? Why not? I'm very not? curious. And I do agree. I feel like TikTok is where, oh, you know, crazy. the next music They're stars so are going to be good. from. They're it's amazing. Good. I'll play like three, five seconds of it. 137 is what I marked down. Ooh, he's oh, prepared. he's got all oh, the dots. God. And this here is why we brought Quinn Casey. <laughs> okay, ready? Oh, the trumpet there. Is that a that sounds OD like Olivia Rodrigo. That, yeah, 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 I was yeah. gonna say that is. It's Olivia so Rodrigo good. Like vibes. she sounds, it's incredible. I'm waiting for her to like become famous, so then I could say I knew her. Before I've been her. on that yeah. train. So yeah, I, I, whatever. when we get to me, I'm in a similar boat. I don't want to spoil okay. it. So you, you Sneak peek. Um, okay, so now I have two more. This one is related to, because most of the music I listen to is musical theater, which is so embarrassing, but this one is like kind of musical theater, but kind of a different take on it. It's called Children Will Listen. From It's from the show Into the Woods by Stephen Sondheim. Incredible. Such a good musical. But this girl, Ellery Ward, she re-recorded a bunch of his songs, like kind of in his memory when he died, or I think it was before he died. Um, and she like put a, like an indie type feel on the songs. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Um, I've also never heard of They're just like a different song. style, but they like are really good to like put on while you're studying. Wait, I'll play this. See. This is my vibe. This is what I listen to. This I is my vibe. It's so good. Careful the things you say. Oh. I, I, I mess with that. <laughs> I do. I'm going to be honest, not my favorite kind of voice to listen to. Really? Yeah. I guess it is like a I think it's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really like like you know mm-hmm. the music and and stuff like that, the instrumentals behind it. But I, the voice came in and I wasn't really kind of like <laughs> it's not like a yodel, but it's like kind of ethereal feeling. Mm-hmm. You don't like that? I love that. Um, and then my last song is "You and I," which is originally by Lady Gaga, but uh, Ben Platt re-recorded it last summer, I think. And it's incredible. His voice is so powerful. I love Ben Platt. I'm seeing him in September with my friend Yona, and we're meeting him. She got VIP tickets. That's oh, incredible. Awesome. It was supposed to be last weekend, but uh, COVID moved it, which sucks. Damn, but dude. that's awesome. It's still around. It's really exciting. That's cool. really cool. It's so funny to like, or I guess more so interesting to see other people's taste in music yeah. and how different they can be from your own. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool. I guess, should I go? Sure. Yeah. sure. Why not? So my taste in music, kind of keeping on with that note, is very different from that of Quinn. I'm very into, like, ma- I guess male voices. Like, Are you really into Spanish music, too? I really like Spanish music. I don't have any Spanish songs on today. Damn. Um, I'm sure Kev might. Have I got, some. like, two yeah, of them, yeah. I think. 
Kev's going to pull the Spanish weight on this one. But um, one of my favorite artists of all time, and kind of funny because your name's Quinn, is Quinn92. Have you guys heard of him? Yeah. XCII. Love him. Oh, yes. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with him. Yeah. Kev, I got a head shake. No. Oh, really? No. Yeah. He's dope. So, and it's it's awesome because he collabs like all the time with another one of my favorite artists, Chelsea Cutler. Also, don't know her. I've what? never heard of her, but I know who Quinn is. Sounds familiar. No I way feel like you I guys don't know my, Chelsea Cutler. I think I spread myself too thin. Like, I feel like I listen to a lot of different genres, but I don't yeah. really get deep I, I into agree. many of them. I agree. So I feel like if I listen more to like. I'm trying to think of like a really popular song, like Your Shirt. From hers? Oh, she's singing on the pod. Oh my god, no. (laughs) Yeah, from Chelsea Cutler. So, anyways, I guess, kind of tough. But my first song that I brought today was called Stay Next to Me by Mm. Quinn and Chelsea Cutler. Do any of you know it? I do not. No. Oh, oh I do song. know this I've heard the song. Yeah. I've heard the song. I've heard the song. Yeah. I've heard the song. That's just one of those that I have it's really a good, good memories yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's like a summer song. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Summer's coming back. Oh. I'm so excited for summer music. I know. It's well, electric. that's the thing. I feel like because we're in school, I haven't had time to look for new music, and not yeah, a lot of I just people go are back dropping. To my, that was a really original. good time. I don't know. Music. Yeah. You think? I, I feel like I mean, at least for rap music, I know Future's dropping tonight at midnight. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar's dropping in no two way. weeks. I did not know that. Um, yeah. Good Post, Malone King Ken- Post Malone Post Malone. King Kenny Malone. said he was dropping in our group chat. Oh <laughs> it really blew up. Oh, yeah. my God. But I feel like right now I'm stuck in a rut in terms of finding music, and I'm just going back to old feel-good songs. Yeah. And I'm yeah, just replaying them. Nothing um, wrong with that. So going on with that vibe, another song that I picked was Runaway. You guys know Kanye. Yeah. Run away from me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Run away. <laughs> Interesting figure. Slightly controversial figure, but I yeah, really, I was gonna pick really up like four or five music. seconds for my one song, good song. but good song. I wasn't sure if we should bring up Kanye. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't no, I know. The that's art from why the artist. I, like... I think I don't know. It's a, music, it's a music episode. He had to come up with something. Yeah, I mean, I just love like I wrote down some of my favorite albums too, like Life of Pablo. Yeah, is a good one. Um, Ghost Town, like that little snippet that oh went my on goodness, TikTok. did you ever hear? It's like I think it's one of his older ones, but I know no Kanye. Like I'm me neither. But he, it's we don't care. That one's so good. I found that on TikTok. Really? Yeah. See, I feel like a lot of like parts of his songs come up on TikTok, especially now. Like his old music is coming back. I wrote a I wrote my college one of my college essays on Ghost Town. Really? It was like the question. The prompt was like, "What's a piece of art?" that motivates you or, or like gives you like inspiration as like ghost town makes me cry because he's talking about like how he used to be depressed but now he's happy like yeah that's pretty cool yeah anyways next song very unknown artist um sebastian paul i know none of you have heard of him no like the name sounds familiar but it's probably because i'm thinking of sebastian stan i that's exactly yeah. what i was thinking <laughs> wow i'm kind of it's called okay so this song i picked is on some high it's very different kind of song. Oh. I like these kinds of beats. And then I also really like his voice. But anyways. That's the song that will be playing at like 63 when it's like <laughs> insanely sweaty in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you walk in and it's just like the floor is pounding. <laughs> don't associate. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. If you guys don't know Sebastian Paul, I highly suggest you go check out some of his music. And then I'll go quick for the last two. Another one is Affection by Between Friends. It's another one that isn't really known. Tab's got such different music. She's Tab's deep is so underground. She's, deep she's going through. Oh, all right. She's going through the Duffy. 100%, man. You guys don't know this? It sounds familiar. It sounds like, like I don't want to like poop on your music taste, but it sounds like one of those songs that like, <laughs> you hear in like a Forever 21. Like, I just feel like, like I definitely no, feel like I've heard that. No, so, wow. That's a horrible compliment. That that is it's a backhand compliment. That wow. was crazy. Well, let me okay. just walk out before I, give you my last, <laughs> before I give you my last Dabs just sits there on Shazam in Forever 21. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I go in and I hide in the changing room. Like, wow, that's the one right there. <laughs> hey, yo, Nick. Yeah, yo, this hits. <laughs> All right, and then my last song is called Breathe, Be Happy by Tepno. Please uh, tell me you guys know Tepno. I know Tepno. that one. Yeah. All right, so I'm very into chill music. Very into... It's very, like... <laughs> I also don't... I mean, play the song. Maybe I'll okay, know okay. it. No, we know it. Me and Quinn know it. No, we, we know it. it. We love we this song. We got it on lock. I love this one. Yeah, it's, like, very beach. Yeah. Chill. Yeah, I like that. 
Sounds like a FIFA song to me. Nah. Mm. It gives right. me, it gives I've, me I've got vibes. a lot of good songs. Hey, from the FIFA there is soundtrack. nothing wrong with a okay. good yeah. FIFA right. song. I didn't know if that was another one. No, no, that's I'll a good. That's a good. FIFA songs are electric. Oh, also, we. I mean, it kind of is true that your music taste is underground, but you're like, yeah, it's really underground. And then Kevin was like, I feel like I'd hear this in, like, Forever 21. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, like, all of a sudden, I was sitting in the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Oh, was funny, yeah. Number one. Distance. Number one um, is As It Was by Harry Styles. I'm yeah. not going to say you, that. You knew. I'm, yeah, 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 I'm going to say something controversial yet so brave. I don't I, like that song. I don't like it you either. You don't? Wow. I just, it, it's, it's I, a nice I, thought, but I just feel like it know, is not giving as the way his other songs give. I think it's I. I also think, like, it... You know, the first time I actually really heard it was on TikTok. Harry's being dissected right now. Yeah, that's do you true. Guys think I refuse that to stand for the Harry slander. It's a good song. Do you guys think that TikTok is good for music or bad for music? That's I think like it's good for like music? up and coming artists yeah. to like release I think their it's music. horrible. But for I think it mainstream. ruins mainstream. Yeah. I think it ruins. But like, I guess they, though, with like Driver's License with Olivia Rodrigo, which is like one of the biggest songs in the world, that kind of was because of TikTok, because yeah. everyone kept using it. Yeah. Yeah, I think but I feel like at, at some again, rate, if it gets used so too much, yeah, it's like the radio. If you listen to it so much, yeah, and it like, just loses all its value. Like closer, remember, it's like baby, baby, baby. Oh Jesus, that no, one I hate. That song yeah. was played so often. Yeah. No, I think I think there's like a dichotomy. I think on one end of the spectrum, it's like you have up and coming artists. You know, like a song you've never heard before that you kind of vibe to. So you now you want to like listen to the whole track and give them you know v- hits on yeah. a different platform. But on the other side, you have like really popular songs. That are just being overplayed and overplayed. Like for me, that's what happened with the yeah, Harry Styles song. Yeah, I think that's song. the same. Oh, and it's it. like you just don't want to listen to it. But anyways, number two is gonna be "What Happened to Virgil." Such a good Lo song. By Dirk and Gunna. I've been what listening. happened to Virgil? It's in my. It's, Virgil. A, it's in my. T- it's in my yeah, five cancer, too. R. It's R. in my five. I'm gonna play a little snippet of it. Oh yeah, my play God. some. I listen to this song and I'll be in the library doing work and I'm just like, this no, is a like banger. I'll just be sitting somewhere and I'll be like, damn, what did happen to Virgil? <laughs> 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 oh, I like it. Yeah, that's a little bit. This of that. song is so good. Um, <laughs> highly recommend listening like, to that song. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> and then, it's like um, my taste. <laughs> number three is "Baby Be Mine" by Michael Jackson. Oh, oh I was okay. um, banger. Because the, the weekend dropped an album in, in like February, and it was very like inspired by Quincy Jones, who's a producer who produced a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. So I was just listening to a lot of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Thriller is just like, they put yeah. some crack in that album. I don't yeah. know what they put in it, but <laughs> Baby Mine, good song. I mean, classic, classic Mike. Shout out, MJ. Rip. So yeah, good. Right. Michael Jackson killed all of those. Um, Number four is going to be What's Love by Fat Joe and Ashanti and Ja Rule. Um, I was in Brooks the other day, and someone played this in a party, and oh I just God. could not get it out of my head. Did I you was Shazam just, it? I was just about to no, say, no, no, you no, 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 no. I didn't Shazam it. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it, Kevin. <laughs> no, 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 I have Shazam. I have Shazam on like my widgets. Like oh, I Shazam wow. everything no I hear. No way. That's you can put Shazam on your widgets. I Shazam everything I hear. I've oh, never. So I've Shazamed like one song in my lifetime. No, no. Oh, I, I Shazam everything. Really? If I hear I anything on like a movie or anything, hear, yeah. I'll Shazam it right That's away. Wild. Yeah. Um, but Fadjo's like a New York legend, so I knew that song. But I was like, damn, I forgot how good this song was. So, Fadjo, been in my brain. And then the last one is, um, Cara de Nino by Jerry Rivera, which is like an old salsa song from PR. Yeah, you've been that, into the salsa lately. Dude, I sent Dabs a text. I was like, dude, I, this music is so good. You gotta send so me that good. playlist. Yeah, it's really did. good. Um, a range That's there. a great five. Range. That's a great five. All right. So now you're dishing out the comments. <laughs> 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 All right. I see how it is. <laughs> um, my music taste is really weird. Uh, so I have a playlist that all of my friends know. And it's just like oh, this is the one, yeah. It's just like a playlist of all like really old two thousands, two thousand tens, a little bit of like nineteen nineties. Like I love it. It's let like, the record show that the cover of the playlist is an emoji biting his lip with the I don't know what what do you call I don't it. Know. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I used you, to. If you get into a car with Nick Alcock, yeah. or if you enter a space that is. Occupied by Nick Alcock. Odds are playlist this playlist is is, yeah. is running, and you're getting some yeah. oldies. You're I used getting to, some nostalgia. Gonna... I used to de- <laughs> I used to DD my friends everywhere in high school, um, because I I just did all the time. And whenever we did, I was I'd play this song, and it would be like one thirty <coughs> in the morning, 
and like I, I don't know like Troublemaker would come on or Party in the mm. USA by Miley Cyrus would come on and mm. we would just be like oh like he's this playing is... like One Direction and everyone's like feeling it it's oh. it's a, it's strictly bangers so that instead of picking one of those five because I could pick any song in those you five just I just picked the whole playlist that whole playlist. It's okay, all- wait. Do you have a speaking of One Direction? Do you have like a favorite One Direction song? Like, Ooh. give us like that one at least. Give us one choice. Gotta be eighteen. Wow. I'm That's a big. Deep in the bag. I'm a sucker yeah. for like really slow songs. What about you and I? That no, well, mm-hmm. great yeah. song. So good. Okay, I'm, there's no. <laughs> okay, what's that one where it goes um. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I like, I like, I come on, come on. There we go. Yeah, the first oh, ever concert that I went to was a One Direction concert. I'm, Opened up by I, I love one. I just love wow. it. It was a movie. I love I, it. Yeah. Back to back. <laughs> it was a movie. <laughs> Damn. It was a that <laughs> I'd love to go to that Six year old dads was living her life. Oh my god, bro. I had I had a white t shirt so from like CVS that I drew on. And I was like, Harry Styles, like, marry me. Was like, Harry on your my favorite? Shirt. Oh, yeah, of course. And, like, Zayn, I was like, oh, he's such a bad boy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I was, like, a little girl. I feel, I, like if you, I feel like if you, you could tell someone how they were going to be, I feel like this could be, like, a psych project. Like, like based on which based member on of which member because like everybody every I, like, yeah, like, how did you end up? Well, there's such a life. Harry Styles craze that I feel like you'd have everyone. In that. But, but I feel like everyone liked Harry even in One yeah. Direction. Like, he was always everyone's yeah. favorite. The weird thing about Harry's music is I listen to it, and it feels very indie, and I feel like I'm listening to someone who, like, no one else knows about, but there's, like, 50 million people <laughs> who listen it's to like Harry 50 Styles million monthly music listens. on Spotify. Yeah, so. And, like, every other day, there's, like, a yeah. post from someone at his concert. I love Harry! It's like, yeah, yeah me yeah. too, damn. Exactly. Solid run of, of music right there. Yeah. I liked it. I'm kind of impressed by the range. Wait, did you say you're fine? I didn't say, I mean, I have. He just put down the whole playlist. I put down the playlist. Oh, okay. Fine. I have an, uh, the, you know how you were saying that you have like an artist that you're like, you're really hoping that like one day just yeah. goes like berserk and you can like say that you were there. I have one really underground playlist that a guy that I've been listening to since I was in like seventh grade and I am upset. He's like my favorite artist ever. All of my favorite songs are his Name pretty much. Drop. Uh, his name's Kid Quill. Oh, I know Kid Quill. All of my friends Shit. back at home, like, make fun of me. They're like, oh, like, here comes Nick playing his Kid Quill, like, all this stuff. But I love it. And, like, all I, like, when I was, like, in high Dad school, I was, like, 80 songs saved by Kid Quill. <laughs> 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 no, stop. It's like, wait, really? He's underground? Yeah. I know Dude, I'm obsessed with him. He... Wow, he is under. He's got 800 monthly listeners. Wow. Yeah. Wait, I It's me, a... bro. And it's every, you, eight every, times. Every year, <laughs> every year. Yeah. Great song. Um, yeah, Kiko's great. Every every year when Spotify does like their little monthly wow, you raps. slandering my music taste, and then you're like pulling out. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, every you're year when mess. Spotify does the little yearly raps, I love doing this. It's always like it's always Kid Quill. So I would always like jokingly tweet at him and be like, dude, like I'm insane, and he would like like my tweet every now and again. So I really want him to like become this like massive dude, so I can be like he liked my tweet. <laughs> what what percentage of listeners were you in? Um, I can check Twitter. I think it's like one. I think I was one, the one percenter. I think I was. Uh, I think I was up there. It's legit. No, I was. I was top one percent of Kanye listeners last year. That's crazy. Cause I Kanye know, is like that. Of, uh, listeners, I was impressed that I did that. As far as time goes, since we're running out of it here, should we run back the yak of the week segment? Do we have any yaks? Yes, we do. I have Sweet. some yaks. All right. So insert music now. So it's been two weeks, mm-hmm. and so we've had a lot of time to get some yaks. Yep. I have two yaks. Um, this one was funny that I saw. Because y'all remember in second grade when girls would come up to you and be like, yeah, my friend think you're cute. Uh, why'd that stop? <laughs> I got 43 upvotes. <laughs> um, it appears as though many people agree with that one. And then there was one on Hot. That I saved them. Um, Lee should make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, I, oh, saw, I saw that, that today. today. That's a I, great I, take. Oh, that's that's a good take. It's not funny or like crazy. It's no, just a fact. It's, it's yeah, bad. I, I agree. There's I some, had one there's some like little like comfort foods that really are lacking here up in Williamstown. Mm. Like I don't remember the last time I had a good grilled cheese, but I'm pretty sure they have grilled cheese. Oh, oh. I'm a sucker for a good grilled cheese. Yeah. I feel as though there's a lot of comfort lacking at Williamstown. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else gonna run it back? Mine was an idea or concept. Because okay. one, I saw... For a yak. 
Well, it wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't. A, it's not like a, it was a yak that was posted, but it had ninety four dislikes. Wait, I saw the. Like, I saw about yaks. How does that. that happen? I saw yaks about that yak. Yeah, so I didn't that. see that. I didn't yeah, see what, what was, was the yak? It was like, uh, girls. It was like a guy's name. Guy's name that starts with J, red flag. Girl's names that start with J, green flag. And it had mm. 94 dislikes that or something every like that. That's J name yeah. here. And I feel was, like that's not... I was expecting something like really controversial. Yeah. No, but it was yeah. just... It was... Cr- I think the. I think it was just the things that it was like people saw it less than the five tick and they were like, how far can this go? Right. I, yeah, got, I thought that after plummeted. five it gets removed from the herd. So did I. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. The more you know. Yeah, it was nuts. Well, I, was I don't think I don't think I would have been like scrolling on Yik Yak and been like downvote. I would have cried. If my ninety-four downvotes, I would have transferred. I would have transferred. I swear guys, to God. Have you guys ever been removed? I have. Yeah, many that times. is a heartbreaking feeling. Well, my mm-hmm. name so got when removed. It's good. I was in a room with I was in a room with Sam and Dylan. Shout out Sam and Dylan. And we had this like idea that was like we're gonna put all three of our names on Yik Yak. And we're going to see who gets the most upvotes. And they were all, like, I know a lot of people on campus. People like, Nick, like, you're going to do well. And then we go up. All three names go up. All three of us put the names out at the same time. In 34 seconds, I had five dis, in dis votes, uh, dislikes, and I was all, oh, it kicked me oh, off. That's so sad. I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, did, what about Sam and Dill? How did they do? Uh, like, they both got, like, four and three or oh, whatever. Okay. But I was like, I remember being like, that's what tough. just happened? That kind of happened to me. Someone When someone said Charlie Brown is so good or something on Yik Yak, which was me, they someone commented, Shame like, oh, my God, so true. Like, And then another person commented, he was literally untouchable in the show, which was like, okay, ego boost. But then someone commented at the one that said, He's untouchable. I would disagree. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was like, let me just delete my phone. Um, Um, Quinn had a pretty funny one, I feel like. You had a good one. Oh, yeah. What was mine? It was, um, I didn't even look at it. I wanted to, I wanted to save the reaction. Yeah. I, it's, let's normalize informal emails to professors. I'm asking for an extension, not your kidney, which is so true. Cause you just, or even if you just ask a professor, hey, can we meet for office hours? You have to be like, hi, professor. Hope you're enjoying this sunny weather. It's like, this is crazy. Yeah. I was literally talking about this this morning mm-hmm. with a couple like, of guys. I hope to see you soon. Yeah. Many wishes, best thanks. Many- <laughs> <laughs> or many thanks, best wishes. Oh my god. Many hope you're doing well. Thanks. Who knows? Maybe we'll single-handedly change that. that we change the world. Can we break email etiquette. <laughs> that would be big time. That would be our our uh, breakout moment. <laughs> That's, That's how, how we get much verified. Have. <laughs> <laughs> our like four listeners. Yeah. But anyways, I think we're going to have to wrap up here pretty soon. Are there any closing comments from the three of you before we sign off? Thank you, Quinn, for yeah. coming. Big for thanks. Coming it was, of oh, my God. I'm, I'm blushing. Um, no, it was an honor. It was so much fun. Um, I, I, like I said, I wrote the – I didn't actually know if I mentioned that. I wrote the record article about this, which yeah. there was no, like – Deal like I wasn't like I'll write this article for you guys if oh, you get yeah. me on the pod. Yeah, but for no, the, yeah, it's we, really for nice to be here. For the people listening, <laughs> yeah. we had wanted Quinn to come on yeah. for a while, yeah. yes. and I just but happened. We to We had to piece. wait until after his piece was written because mm-hmm. otherwise it looks kind of shady. Yeah, but it also kind of looks like we made a, like a plea. Either way, either way, we did not. We don't care about the public opinion. Yeah. We want Quinn on the podcast. Exactly. So yeah. Quinn came on the podcast. We wanted him on, and it was so much fun. I also want to shout out that article because Quinn wrote a very nice article on our podcast. Very eloquently written. Hanging up on my wall. Really? I went Sick. home last weekend. I brought a coffee home for my parents. Oh, you know, yeah, like, that's so I'm, nice. It's hanging up in, in my <laughs> no, that was my. That was also my first solo article ever. So, mm. Another one of his many Nostalgia. talents. Oh, yeah. An article of many achievements. Yeah. So uh, anyways, thank you, Quinn. You know, very different POV. Not one that we could have carried on our own exactly. in, in terms sure. of theater and, and such. So thank you for coming and um, tuning out. It is Quinn. Dabs. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. So annoying. It's kind of relatable. It's relatable.